2: Stories of Chains Broken and Hearts Restoring. Here are your hosts, Jim Moore and Pastor Dwight Anderson. Welcome, Church. Welcome to Prison Transformation Radio. This is Jim Moore, one of your co-hosts. I am also the director of something called the R3 Collaborative. And this is a network of over a thousand ministries who work to, uh, work to lock arms, work together, and to come alongside people who are in recovery from addiction, so coming out of the prison of addiction mm-hmm. or is my partner here works closely with, they may be in a concrete prison. That's right. So that's the recovery, reentry, mm-hmm. and renewal in Christ. Mm-hmm. And so we're just we're just trying to get our arms around folks. So we have got a, a very special show, Pastor Dwight. Yes. Welcome to you. This is my partner, Pastor Dwight Anderson.
3: Yes, yes. Yeah. Hello everybody. How's life in prison? It's been good, yeah. It's <laughs> been they let me home. <laughs> I know. Well, they, they take you home. in all the time. Yeah, you're all over, yep. but they do yep. let you go home. Yes, yeah. Yes. yeah so get to go in.
2: Yeah. So what's coming up in in your world for me? Yeah, just a, um, just a minute to um, so listen yeah, on July, your work.
3: July 29th, I am going to be at Oak Park Heights, which is our Supermax prison. Okay. And then July thirty first, I'll be at Lina Lakes Prison.
2: So the public can't come visit you there, but... Uh,
3: They could contact me and come in with me. Give your contact information, please. That's great. I need volunteers. Um, Yeah, it's prisonmission.org is our website. And my cell phone number is 612-423-3457. So if they are interested in going in and these are, well, the Oak Park Heights is a service. The Lionel Lakes is going to be a transitional fair. So where we get hundreds and hundreds of inmates come through, we get to talk to them and ask them if they want to study the Bible, and we offer our Bible correspondence courses. And we usually get, um, well, a couple of weeks ago I was at the Shakopee prison, had 250 women signed oh, up awesome. to do our I Bible I hear there's studies. a revival. There is a revival going on there. Awesome. We ran out of Bibles. We ran out of books. It's unbelievable. And even in the Shakopee prison, I've been doing this for four years, and they never let me go out of the prison and come back. I go out to my car and come back because I ran out of Bibles and ran out of books. Uh, I asked them if they let me do that this time, and they let me out. They escorted me out. I got more books and brought them back in. Oh, well, awesome. I ran out. Of, I brought 150 lessons, which normally is enough. <laughs> we <laughs> ran out by lunchtime because we're there from about 7 a.m. till about 2 p.m. And um, I asked if they would photocopy more lessons, and they did. They printed off 101 more lessons, and we gave all those out to well, the well, ones in well, shock. you want to hear so, something cool? Yeah,
2: we just we just got word on this relatively recently, but on July 19th we are going to have the R3 meeting. It's going to be hosted by Salvation Army Headquarters. This is in Roseville. And Chaplain John Holteen, who is their prison chaplain, is going to open up the Salvation Army Headquarters to the public in an R3 meeting. It's uh, one of those midday meetings, right? Uh Pastor Dwight, 11 to 12 o'clock. And he is going to showcase the prison ministry work of the Salvation Army. awesome, And the chaplaincy that he does and the work that... I mean, there's so many wonderful things going on, but it's hard to get the word out, folks. So help us get the word out on these things. And speaking of the word, Holy Spirit, just carry these words out and touch people, Uh, because we've got a real special message today, Father. We really really want people to hear about that if someone is, as we speak, lost, struggling in a relapse Mm -hmm. or addiction, because many of us do, even after treatment, many of us about in prison or or relapse or recidivate, mm-hmm. and, and so God so loved the world. Not only did he mm-hmm. give us Jesus, he gave us Dave Johnson. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> now this is one of my, that's our host, one of my heroes, long time with the Salvation Army as a chaplain. Uh, Dave and I go way back into Teen Challenge where he was a recovery coach. And even when he was a recovery coach working at Teen Challenge, he's always going out to rescue somebody. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so he created his own ministry, Lost mm. Sheep Ministry. And so Dave Johnson is available to go out. We were talking about it before the show. and We said, hey, turn the microphone on. Yeah. We, we, we got to yeah. capture this. So, yep. so Dave, God bless you for the work that you do, your relentless tenacity in, in seeking the lost. So um, help fill people in a little bit. First of all, your story, mm-hmm. your faith journey, yeah. but how that led you to the wonderful work you're doing today.
1: Yeah, well, thank you for the invite to be here and um, glory to God. Um, my story um, really began when I was invited um, to go out for coffee. And I was at a Starbucks on uh, 98th and Lindale. Hmm. Didn't know what I was getting into. And. Um, um, a man that was um, going to the same church that I was attending invited me and another man whom I didn't know and we sat down at a table and he said, I just wanted to check to see if you're interested in being on an Alpha team.
3: Went, Alpha? Oh, really? oh yeah. Alpha. Okay.
1: I said, really? Where are you doing Alpha? And he said, the Salvation Army. And I'm like, oh, oh wow. Gosh. And um, why why, why the Salvation Army? It didn't make sense to me. And he says, well, it's a place called the ARC. And I said, oh, what's that? And he says, it's adult... Rehabilitation center. It's for men who struggle with addictions to drugs mm-hmm. and alcohol, and if they're willing to submit and surrender to Jesus, He sets them free. Mm-hmm. Amen. I started bawling my eyes out. Oh my God! I, I never had. I'm an getting choked like up just that. hearing
2: the stories. So yeah, keep going. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And so I, I said yes right away. I want to be, you know, part of that team. And it was one day a week, but I would go down there. And I was down there six or seven days a week. I couldn't stay away. And I would say, well, God, who do you want me to talk to? And he'd point somebody out, and I'd ask him, could I sit down and talk with you? And they said, well, sure. And so they just started opening up to me. Yeah. And, um, and so then um, after a while, they, they asked if I would teach a class on um, Christian living. And I said, sure, I'd be happy to do that. Then they asked me, would you be a counselor? And it's mm. like, well, I'm not, I'm not trained to be a counselor. They're like, well, you're already doing it, you know. <laughs> yeah. And I, I had a full time job. And I just said, well, I'll do it part time, you know. I'll do it for three months, mm-hmm. and so uh, I ended up being there for twelve years. I was going to say time yeah. reference. So uh, this has yeah. been a season. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. yeah. So I mean, it was it was really good. It was a good experience, and uh, God did some wonderful things there. And so that kind of just um, uh, my next my next step was um, at at Teen Challenge and. Yeah. I, um, there was a position where I could come in as an on-call recovery coach with the the men's short-term program. So I did that. And, um, and that was good. You know, um, I felt like I was, you know, still having an impact with people and, and, um, men were opening up and uh, releasing it to the Lord. You can't carry these burdens. He says, come to me, all you who are weary mm-hmm. and heavy burdened and I will give you rest. So that's, yeah. the, that's the answer, you know? Yeah. And, um, So and then I did that for a couple of years, and then um, I moved into the admissions department
2: where at Teen Challenge at Teen
1: Challenge, yeah, and uh, that was a wonderful experience to really be on the the front lines and um, taking the calls for people who are um, in addiction, either by their family or friends or themselves personally. And just entering into that conversation, you know, is that
2: when people call six one two freedom? It is, yes. That's oh, that doorway, okay. and they yes. get to talk okay. to someone like you, yes, who can help them explore yeah. options and possibilities. Yeah, it's
1: it's just wonderful. Okay. Yep. So I was I was able to you know uh, receive those calls and then you know engage them in a conversation and, and mm. try to lead a lot of them you know into the fact well this is this is hope <laughs> it's mm-hmm. music to my ears right. well, yeah so.
2: Um, and yeah. you were really good at that. I, well, you know, so it's it sounds almost spontaneous and random, but it sounds like a plan. It sounds like somebody had a plan. Well, it yeah. sounds like somebody <laughs> yeah. had this thing <laughs> predetermined. Yeah. and you just you were yeah. faithful and took the next step that mm-hmm. came along.
1: It, yeah. it really is. If I, if I look back at all the different jobs that I've had in the course of my life, they all played into what it is that I'm doing now, mm-hmm. and and you know, it was God who who. Really spoke to me. And what happened is, um, uh, I, I had been teaching a class at uh, Teen Challenge on Fridays for two hours to the women. Yeah. And so I got to know a lot of them. And, mm-hmm. and then one of the ladies, her son, came through the program. And so I got to know him. And then um, he was, you know, he left the program, and went out, and he used and he, he overdosed and died. And 19 years old, and I've I've been to many funerals because I have been in this for it's quite the a while. Of the beast. Yeah, yeah, and um, this particular funeral is different though because when I saw her, she came to me and just was sobbing on my shoulder, and I felt the depth of her despair like mm-hmm. I've never felt before. Mm-hmm. And that's when God cut and started the conversation with me, saying, "You need to go out after my lost sheep. They mm-hmm. matter
2: to me." Mm-hmm. That's right. That and, sounds like a ministry. I mean, that is. Yeah,
1: well, that's that's what it uh, that's has what become, it has right? Become. And he ordered my steps, and um, you know, it's a little scary. Your steps. Yes, and he told yeah. me I needed to get out of the boat, you know, and I needed to trust him. Ooh. And uh, so it's like, okay, Lord. And um, so I started a nonprofit organization called Lost Sheep Ministries, MN. And uh, I just make myself available uh, to the community out there, um, and God. Directs my steps and uh, leads me to those people that are ready. Uh, yeah. You can only help those people who are willing to be helped. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and I, I I've erred in that many times. You know, and I've I've tried to you know do it for them. You have to do it for yourself. Yeah, you know, and until you get that, uh,
3: nobody can bail you. Right. Yeah. Right. So if you're tuning in right now, this is Prison Transformation Radio on AM nine eighty. The mission. Changing Hearts with Christ, and we're interviewing Dave Johnson with Lost Sheep Ministries. Now, Dave, if someone's listening in their car, or maybe we have quite a few pastors and Bible study leaders and church members, um, how could they get involved with Lost Sheep Ministries? Or do you have a program you can come into a church and maybe help equip or work or partner? Or how could someone get involved in maybe reaching out to the lost sheep in their community, in their neighborhoods? Sure. I mean, I'm willing to go into
1: any of the churches and kind of give an overview of um, how I make myself available. Uh, the, I don't think there's a church around that doesn't have, you know, uh, people who are caught up in an mm-hmm. addictive, no, you know, lifestyle. Everywhere, everywhere. I, yeah.
2: I went to yeah. church last 10 years before Teen Challenge. I was a pew addict. Mm-hmm. Somebody went to church and all that, but in the closet I was just dying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot mm-hmm. of us out
1: there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right in yeah, the and, churches. and everything changes when you're— real and authentic and you're willing to open up and and share some of those things. So how
3: can they contact you or how can they partner with you? What's the contact?
1: Sure. Well, um, certainly by phone, um, my, my phone number and I put it all over Facebook. I, um,
2: yeah, you're out there. Yeah.
1: It's it's 612-414-5575. Um, there are people who call me when they're in jail. Okay. they, they, you bail remember, them out? <laughs> no, I don't <laughs> no. bail them out. Well, in a spiritual, way. in a spiritual way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: That's right.
1: But they remember my number, you know. Yeah. And I said I'll never change my number. It's always say that one more be. time. It's six one two four one four five five
2: seven five. And if people okay. forget that, can they get that from your website?
1: Yeah, they can go to uh, Lost Sheep Ministries M N
2: Okay. okay, and uh, lost gives sheep you a little... ministries mn. dot Yes, and folks, I can tell you a trick I discovered because it's hard to remember websites. Google, yeah. lost sheep <laughs> ministries mn. Yeah, that'll you don't do even it. have to remember MN. the org part, <laughs> right? Right, no, and it'll lead you there and the <laughs> yes. number. But you're not just you're not just an impersonal website. You are a human being on a mission. It's about relationships, and the phone mm-hmm. is a way you engage with people. Is that mm-hmm. fair? Yeah.
1: yeah. No, I get calls all hours of the night, and uh, I want to make myself available. Sometimes um, it's rude. I'm with, with people, and my phone rings, and I don't know the number, but I just feel like I have to answer this phone. Yeah. And,
2: and folks, I know this guy, and, mm-hmm. I, and we, so many of us do, and I work with a lot of organizations, and your name comes up a lot, my brother just appreciating what you do out there. So mm-hmm. let's say I'm struggling or maybe my son has had a relapse and he's struggling mm-hmm. and I called that number, mm-hmm. what would be the next step cuz I know it I mean you mm-hmm. can go to churches and mm-hmm. promote that you're available, mm-hmm. but the actual work you do is really the intimate one-on-one, isn't it? What uh, what would mm-hmm. what happens after the phone call? Help help us envision. Yeah, yeah. sure.
1: So you know, uh, if I'm talking to a family member, I'll ask them, you know, can I get, you know, um, your loved one's phone number mm-hmm. and, uh, and then I'll give a call and just say, listen, I, I talked to your, your family and they're, you know, worried about you. And, mm-hmm. uh, I'm just reaching out to you to see if there's any way that I might be able to help. And I don't know all the things that have been going on, but I know you're hurting. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I know that you're, you're probably lost right now and don't know which way to turn. And, um, a lot of times um, you've burned bridges and people kind of distance themselves from you. You know, if you're caught into addiction, there's been stealing that's been going on. We don't even want you to be in the house. Right. You know, and so
2: they so feel So you kind of like, meet them where they're at. Yeah. Connect with them. Get yeah, some mm-hmm, rapport mm-hmm. going, right? Yes.
1: Yeah. You know, I have a lot of coffees, meet one-on-ones and have coffees yeah. with people, you know, just talk to them on the phone. They get pretty comfortable quickly. Uh, I'm pretty non-threatening, yeah. you know. And yeah. I'm not trying to, you know, uh, steer them in any direction. I'm just trying to get them to respond in kind a way. Kind of that
2: motivational approach, draw yeah. them out, yes. influence and support.
1: Yeah, yeah. And uh, nobody wants to be told what they're going to do. Yeah, you right. know, right. they're they're invited to a better life. Right. You know, and this mm. here's some steps you need to be in detox. I've taken many people to detox. Mm-hmm. You know, I, yeah, I've a couple ta-
2: of days a week, clear mm-hmm. your mind, get yourself. Yeah. detoxed yeah detoxify
1: yeah yeah well it's scary the yeah. thought of stopping I mean and and that jonesing going on in your mind and it's like I, I have to have this stuff it's just raging
2: no that was you my know? first step was my yeah. family and my mentor um, got me to detox mm-hmm. and medication support mm-hmm. safe setting mine cleared up a little bit. And then someone in detox told me about Teen Challenge. Yep. You know, I'm just saying, yeah. but but there are practical steps, right. safe steps yeah, like right. that. Yeah. Yeah, right. And they, you're not committing to, I mm-hmm. they said, oh, you should do a year at Teen Challenge. Oh, yeah. what? That sounds like jail. That's yeah. Great. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Just do detox, jail, yeah. right? right? One right. step at a time, right, <laughs> right. Maybe you should do this. Sh- look at the short-term program. Right? Right. So it is that. And, and by the way, I'm sitting across from Dave right now and I've known him over the years, but there's something about a gentle spirit and a relational approach. Uh, Dave mentioned alpha. And many of you are probably aware of it. It's relational evangelism. It takes the same approach to bringing mm-hmm. Christ to people. Mm, right. You don't shove them down his throat, mm-hmm. right. lead a horse to water, can't make yeah. him drink, but you can salt the oats. Right. Yeah. You can influence people, but it's by mm-hmm. drawing them out. So uh-huh. it mm-hmm. sounds like you've taken that alpha approach to evangelism. And as mm-hmm. so many have in treatment, you've applied that same inclusive grace to just, hey, let's just talk about mm-hmm. it, man. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I go
1: forward knowing that they're loved, that God loves them. Yeah, and yeah. that's the way he wants me to see them, and uh, so I I find myself going to the places where they are, and I've been in psych wards, and yeah. uh, and under been, a few
2: bridges, man. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah, and you know, a lot of lot of ICU units. Okay, yeah. where people yeah. have overdosed and they're they're near death. I always go in and pray for them. Their family yeah. members there, you know, uh, but uh, definitely jails. Uh, so I mean,
2: you still visit the jails? A oh lot? yeah. And,
1: oh wow. yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I check, you know, uh, rosters, and yep. you know, if I know somebody, uh, I, I'm going to go and see them. That's wow. good, I'm able
3: that's good. To. If, you're, if you're tuning in right now, this is Prison Transformation Radio, Changing Hearts with Christ with AM980, The Mission. And my name is Pastor Dwight Anderson with Prison Mission Association, and we're talking with Dave Johnson with Lost Sheep Ministries. And Dave, we love to hear testimonies and stories of changed lives that are transformed. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can share with us a, a story or two. Oh, sure. Um, well,
1: uh, I... Social media is something that I'm tuned into, um, and it's how I get my message out there, and it's where I actually see, get the pulse of what's going on. And okay. happened uh, one night. Um, this this guy said, uh, I don't, I don't want to live. Mm-hmm. And so then I, I texted him, and um, there was no response. And then I texted him again. I said, it sounds like you're in trouble, you know. Mm-hmm. And then he responded to me, and... Um, I said, well, what what are you going to do? And he goes, well, I don't know. I'm just I, – I don't want to – I don't care if I live anymore. And I said, well, what about tonight? Where would you go? And he goes, I'm just – I'll go into the woods. And I said, well, how about if I come and get you? And he goes, well, I'm up in Duluth. And I said, okay. okay. So it's, mm-hmm. it's 10 o'clock at night. And um, so I, uh, I said, I'll come up there. And uh, so he said, really? And I said, yeah, I mean, really. Mm-hmm. And he – he was, you know, maybe going to end his life, you know. And uh, he, then he, he reached out to God and said, if you're there, God, you just show me. And then that's when I, you know, called him. So God was, oh, you know, a part of out. this whole, this whole right. process. And so I, my sister, uh, Kathy, um, she's <laughs> really uh, a blessing to me. So she's very supportive. We live together. We took our dog, Blue. And we drove up to, um, Blue. yeah, we, <laughs> we went up to uh, Duluth and we picked him up and um, brought him back. And of course, it's, you know, it's 1.30 in the morning now. When we get back, there's no place. So we bring him to our house and, you know, he stays with us. And then I get him into a program, you know, the next day. And, uh, hmm. yeah, so, and he's been doing good, but he's had some setbacks and he's relapsed and actually. Um,
2: but he keeps getting up. Yeah. Keeps getting up yeah, and getting yeah. stronger every time you get up, yeah, you get stronger, yeah. man. That's yeah,
1: good. so I, I talked to him on the phone when I was in admissions. Um, but I knew him as uh Dwayne, but the name that was on Facebook was Joe, so I didn't make a connection at all, oh. you know. But yeah, and then um, but he's been doing you know really a great job, Excellent. and uh, yeah, he's uh now going to be starting college, and uh. Oh. He he had, um, you know, 19 points, you know, so he's been in and out of prison for much of his life and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, just always struggled with, with addiction and just all the things that come with that, you know, all the trauma, there's a lot of trauma,
2: you know, when you're caught up in addiction like that.
1: So he's one story and success story. He's doing great.
2: Yeah. We've got kind of a story sitting here. There's a friend of us who's just been sitting in the studio, Trevor Kuhn. You may have Mm -hmm. heard Trevor a while ago on the show about peer recovery support specialists. But I asked Trevor to just sit in just in case there was a chance to say, because how to connect with Dave. We know how with telephone numbers, but you do this a lot at Teen Challenge Leadership Institute. Yes. When you identify someone in trouble, you hand the baton to Dave. Tell us a little bit, give people some ideas on how they can facilitate connecting people with Dave.
0: I um use everything I can from past experiences in treatment to my training as a certified peer support specialist to just listen to them. And as soon as anything happens, the first thing that pops into my head is I'm messaging Dave. Mm. It's my go-to mm-hmm. and it's a lot of people's go-to. He's very easy to find, very gentle, and it does and not it sounds
2: like available 24/7. Right. I mean,
0: you talk about available. It, he is. And mm. I just say Look, this man is going to message you, uh, either Facebook text or whatever, or call you. Uh-huh. Just pick up the phone and talk to him. And then uh, I had a friend recently that just called me like a week ago. And he was like, hey, bro. And I thought he was joking with me because we have, a, he's, we joke around. And then he starts crying and he's like, I just got out of the hospital. I just overdosed. And I'm like, oh, my man, I'm like, I love you. I'm like, God loves you. That's why you're here. It's not over. And the first thing I said to him is, I have a man that is going to help you. Do you know him? Absolutely not, he said. And I said, he's going to contact you. I'm going to get a hold of him. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a few, I don't know, maybe 20 minutes later, five minutes later, I mean, it was lickety-split, Dave and him had contacted each other. Um, That friend is alive. He is uh, in the process of getting right back into a facility as we Mm -hmm. speak. And uh, he... He got the help because he reached out. And the easy and accessibility of Dave at Lost Sheep Ministries is life-saving like people don't even even know it. The guy will walk into a crack house. He will walk into a church. He will go anywhere. Um, He's my go-to, and he's a lot of people's
2: go-to. Now, you use the phrase life-saving. I don't want to be mm-hmm. overdramatic, Pastor Troy, but we're talking life and death. That is, folks. Yeah. it we, is. We're hearing about the opioid epidemic. We're hearing about skyrocketing deaths. Well, I want you to know, there's a lot of people finding Christ. Yep. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people Amen. finding sobriety, but I don't know if I've ever shared this. I've shared that I'm graduate teen challenge, but I don't think I've ever shared that. The night before going into detox, um, I was going to the Lake Street Bridge to jump off the bridge I didn't have a Dave to call I think Jesus I don't think I ever shared that with you but this is bringing it back to me Mm -hmm. I was literally a moment away Mm -hmm. from dying Mm. And it was Jesus did the intervention on oh, me. I, I don't know. even still really? understand yes. what happened. Yeah. But the Man, could yeah. I have used your number to call? It could yeah. have been the difference between life and death. Mm-hmm. The Lord yeah. intervened with me. Yeah. And so, mm-hmm. so we have just, we want to, in a moment, we want to have you close us out in prayer. Sure. But would you please repeat the telephone number yes. and the website information? Sure. And this isn't just for those of you that need the help. Those of you that are like Trevors out there, mm-hmm. that you got your hand on the pulse, this you can direct people to Dave. So the number mm-hmm. and the website?
1: Yes, my, my cell phone is 612-414-5575. And the website is just lostsheepministriesmn.org. Yeah, oh. look forward to partnering with you.
2: Amen. So we're behind you too. Any closing thoughts before Dave closes us in prayer, Pastor Dreit?
3: No, but I just want to encourage any pastors or people out there to know that they're lost sheep in their communities and maybe even in their churches and to reach out to Dave to get some help. Maybe he could even do some coaching and how they could equip their people to do this work. So, Dave, close us out in prayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Father, just thank you um, that
1: you love us with an everlasting love. And even though we uh, run our own way, Lord, you go and rescue us. You leave mm-hmm. the 99 to yes. go find that lost one, Lord. Continue to open the doors uh, where we can find those people and open their hearts to be receptive, Lord. To you be honor and glory forever and ever, Lord Jesus. In your name we pray.
0: Amen.
3: Amen. Amen. Fantastic. See you guys all next week.